When Catherine Switzer registered for the Boston Marathon in 1967, she thought the biggest challenges would be high hills, freezing rain, and exhaustion. But to complete the marathon, she'd have to endure much more, including sexist barbs from journalists, a fight with her boyfriend mid-race, and a physical attack by one angry Scotsman. Hello and welcome to Incredible Feats, a Spotify original from Parcast. I'm your host, Dan Cummins. You can find episodes of Incredible Feats and all other Parcast shows for free on Spotify or wherever you listen to podcasts. There's no better feeling than a personal win. And the State Farm Personal Price Plan can help you do just that. Talk to a State Farm agent today to learn how you can bundle and save with a personal price plan. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Prices are based on rating plans that vary by state. Coverage options are selected by the customer. Availability, amount of discounts and savings, and eligibility vary by state. New York, December 1966. Catherine Switzer runs six miles in a snowstorm, and no one was even chasing her. That was just a normal day for her. On the run, Catherine's coach, Arnie, regales her with tales of the Boston Marathon. It's the longest-running modern marathon dating back to the 1800s and considered the most prestigious. Inspired, Catherine declares she's going to run the Boston Marathon. Arnie says, absolutely not. Marathons aren't for women. Catherine recalls Bobby Gibb, who had just ran the Boston Marathon illegally. If she could do it, why not Catherine? Arnie offers Catherine a deal. If she can run a marathon distance, 26.2 miles, in training, he'll help her enter the Boston Marathon, legally. In response, Catherine doesn't run 26.2 miles, she runs 31. The next day, Arnie helps her register for the 1967 Boston Marathon, and she's approved. As a result, Catherine's boyfriend registers too. He won't let her outrun him. Unlike Bobby Gibb, who dressed like a boy, Catherine spends the morning of the race styling her hair and putting on lipstick. She even has a cute outfit, though near-freezing weather forces her to layer on some sweats. She pins her number, 261, on her chest and back. As she warms up at the starting line, Catherine says her biggest worries are diarrhea, fair, and getting hit by adult opening his car door, which apparently had happened at this race before. The starting gun bangs, and they're off. Running the first few miles, Catherine attracts attention, and initially, not any bad attention. The male runners think she's cool. They know how hard she's worked. Coming up on mile four, Catherine says she feels at home. But then out of nowhere, a man grabs her hand, pulling her out of the race. Catherine jerks away, losing her glove in the process. She thinks she's escaped when another man then grabs her shoulder. He spins her around and Catherine comes face to face with what she calls the fiercest face I've ever seen. It's Jock Semple, the official at the top of the Boston Marathon. Classy. He tries to rip off Catherine's numbers, yelling at her in a Scottish brogue, get out of my race and give me those numbers. Catherine pulls away, but Jock grabs the number pinned to her back, stopping her. Suddenly, Catherine's boyfriend body slams Jock and flies to the side of the road. Nice. Arnie yells at Catherine to run, and she does, hair flying in her face, adrenaline rushing through her legs. Nutty old Jock might have just ended up giving her a boost that will shorten her race time. Her and Jock will later reconcile, by the way, actually become friends, and he'll become a big supporter. I guess he just had a moment, a real crazy one. 
Up to this moment, she was running for herself, but now she's running for women everywhere. She tells Arnie, I'm going to finish this race on my hands and knees if I have to. Catherine keeps running, tailed by journalists shooting barbed questions. Catherine answers, I'm just trying to run. And she does, running miles in the freezing rain with just one glove. Then her boyfriend catches up and confronts her. For some reason, he blames Catherine for his attack on Juck, which actually just ruined his eligibility for the Olympics. Catherine says she didn't ask him to attack anyone. Her boyfriend now rips up his race number and runs ahead, fuming. So much drama in one race. And then Jock Semple comes back. Riding in a car along the route, he yells in his angry brogue, you are all in big trouble. After four hours and 20 minutes, Catherine crosses the finish line and she is officially disqualified. It turns out Catherine was only registered due to a clerical error. Her name has a unique spelling, so she's always used her initials on paperwork. And officials assumed K.V. Switzer was a man. After Boston, Catherine is determined now to create opportunities for women to run. And she does. She even gets the women's marathon into the Olympics. In 1972, five years after Catherine's dramatic race, the Boston Marathon officially opened up to women. And now today, an even number of men and women, thanks to Catherine, run the annual Boston Marathon. Thanks for tuning in to Incredible Feats. For more episodes of Incredible Feats, follow us on Spotify. And for more shows like this, check out the other podcast shows, all available on Spotify or anywhere you listen to podcasts. For more information on Catherine Switzer, check out her autobiography, Marathon Woman. For this episode, we also found Catherine's writing on her website, katherineswitzer.com, incredibly helpful. And you can find more of me, Dan Cummins, by listening to my numerous stand-up comedy albums on Spotify, or by checking out my true crime history and more podcast, Time Suck, and my true horror and campfire tale podcast, Scared to Death. Listen, be inspired, and go accomplish your own incredible feats. Come back for more incredibleness tomorrow. Incredible Feats is a Spotify original from Parcast. It is executive produced by Max Cutler. Sound designed by Kristen Acevedo with associate sound design by Anthony Valsic. Produced by John Cohen and associate produced by Jonathan Ratliff. Written by Maggie Admire. Fact-checking by Kara Mackerling. Research by Umbika Chotera, Jay Cahio, and Mickey Taylor. Incredible Feats stars Dan Cummins. <laughs>